0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. On this episode, we recap our recent 10k race together, discuss whether the word filthy is the way to get more women into running, and we share our favourite running routes in the London series.
2: Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Lissy. Uh, And welcome to another episode
1: so over the last fortnight, lots of you have been getting in touch on Twitter about the question we put to you in the last episode about a spring half marathon for Harry. So we
2: had lots of suggestions of races she should do. Yeah, I've been exploring some of the options. I uh, Melissa Farr recommended the Cardiff World Championships, which Lissy's just informed me is uh, not only a half marathon, it's also where lots of other athletes and professionals get involved and it's part of a kind of qualifying bigger championships and that sounds really exciting and very cool kind of out of my league i think it's quite expensive that one as well because it's got the the world champs at it but that would be quite a cool one to be involved with yeah that sounds so exciting (laughs) um ben hubbard recommended cambridge half to me which unfortunately has already sold out apparently it's very popular Um, But i'd like to keep an eye on that one for future that's uh, on the same
1: day as Brighton though so I was like no that's not an option because for me Brighton is the best half marathon
2: in the UK whoa also sold out yeah thanks for that soz <laughs> thanks uh, I also had Paddock Wood which is a new discovery out of London but not that far away totally where is, doable.
1: Where is Paddock Wood I don't know
2: like south <laughs> <laughs> trainable Train, trainable basically okay. I only looked at ones that I could get to by train uh uh but quite flat uh quite in the countryside kind of villages I think that's the Sussexy one it looked really nice mm. um so that one I was quite tempted by also Wimbledon Common thank you Claire Pepper that was very um it's kind of slightly traily because it's around Wimbledon Common yeah so I was I've, a bit scared of that
1: I've done a 10k on Wimbledon Common Wimbledon Common when I lived there mm.
2: very traily yeah. And we know how we're a bit, we're never that confident. Tentative, with trail. Tentative of trail. Yeah. So I'm leaning towards Reading Half Marathon uh, because it's flat and I can possibly hitch a lift. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to the transport. Yes. But it, the timing's work too. It's the 3rd of April. So I think I'm going for that one. It's a vitality organised one. It's oh, okay, so the same organisers as Run Hackney. Uh, so I think that's a good idea. So it does mean I'm going to have quite a vitality heavy year, but the, the medal also has a line on it. So that's kind of winning me over has a line on it yeah how a you... lion like oh a in... lion I just did hand motion claws <laughs> claws uh so thank you for your recommendations I really appreciate it I quite like this way of doing it yeah way to decide like, how to make a who needs google when we can just ask you guys <laughs> so convenient so the last two weeks what have we been up to Lissy why don't you tell me about your runners highs runners lows okay. Um, okay, so my run high this fortnight was a little run I did
1: last weekend. Um, so I, I was at Centre Parks with my family um, in Elfden Forest. And so I couldn't get Ooh. to a park run, so I kind of did my own little park run. Ah. Um, I just ran, ran around the kind of uh, park and then managed to somehow, I didn't even mean to do this, get off the path and ended up kind of in the woods, like on the dog walking trail bit. And... Um, it's like my perfect version of trail because it was uh, in the woods and no one around, but kind of like a semi tarmacked path. So it was a little bit tradie, but it was like, also like packed down and nice and hard. So I um, I liked that. Cause not muddy. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I get to look at the thing I don't like about trail is I feel like I have to look at my feet all the time to mm, not bit fall stressful. over. So I was like, oh, I'm able to look around at all the wildlife and the trees and everything, get chased by a dog briefly, um, (laughs) without worrying about falling over my own feet. So that was
2: beautiful. Oh, that sounds like quite the treat.
1: Yes. I don't know if I've had any lows this time.
2: Very good. How's the training plan going? Um, The training
1: plan's not going, um, really. (laughs) You are running, so... (laughs) I'm running, and I've also done loads of One Rebel this fortnight, um, to the point where I've maxed out my class pass this month. Oh, boo I've still got a week left with no with no credits left. So
2: okay, some new things on that on that radar right there. Yeah, what is one? We've talked about one Rebel a little bit before. Yeah,
1: so it's a couple of studios um, in the city near Liverpool, around Liverpool Street, and they have various classes. So I've been going to one called Rumble, which is a boxing class, oh, cool. which is great. Just boxing. It's like punch bag. You do boxing and then a bit of like hit. So oh, burpees, yeah. squats, all the good stuff. Great. um but yeah, I actually went to a half six class this week. In the morning? In the morning. Oh. Which meant I had to get up at 20 to six.
2: There's a five at the beginning of that. Yeah. I struggle with fives at the beginning of my alarm. Yeah.
1: It's like... <laughs> wow, you're doing funny. So yeah, that was good. I'm enjoying that. And, oh yeah, class be. passes. Yes. Um, uh, Class-based membership... So you pay a subscription fee a month and then you can basically go to loads and loads of different classes across. I think it might just be in London in the UK. Mm. Um, But there's tons of different studios on it and you can just pick and choose which classes you go to. Cool. With a max of three classes per studio a month, which is
2: why I've maxed it out. You got caught out. See, that's where, because I was looking into it because it has my, the yoga class I go to in Peckham. Uh, They are on, the studio is on Class Pass, But I really like to go to my weekly class. Mm. So i would miss it's kind of it's great because it's kind of obviously for people who really want to create get that variety yeah but actually doesn't help if you want to go to the same studio more than once
1: yeah so i'm not a lot of people i know that have got it are really good at just going to random things all the time and i'm not very good at that because i like going to the same studio once i found a class and a teacher that i like i like going to it which is uh yeah why i've now found myself in this position and also I've got to the point now where i found a really a couple of really good teachers so I only
2: want to go to their classes. Yeah. And they're the ones like that,
1: that get booked up really quickly.
2: Ugh. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I'm a little bit like, I don't think I would use it to its full advantage because I don't want to go to the variety. Mm. Actually, I'm such a creature of habit. <laughs> yeah. I just, I like to explore a little bit but then I like to find what I like and stick mm. to it. So yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting concept. It's quite new, isn't it? To London? Yeah, it is quite new and um, it varies
1: Quite widely, how well studios put their whole schedule on. Oh, right. So, One Rebel tend to put their whole schedule on, mm-hmm. like even peak classes, but some very limited classes on there, uh, which is a bit okay. annoying because you end up only being able to go to ones at like three o'clock in the afternoon, which yeah for some people's professions isn't very helpful. Mm. Yeah, you need to be able to be quite
2: flexible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. How about you? Tell me about your fortnight. What have I been doing? My run is high. Mm. Yeah. i was like do i start with my low but then i'm the wrong way around my run is high last weekend i had a very successful run i decided every now and again now that i'm not really training i like to try and just be like can i still run long and i ran i did 10 miles the weather was really nice i ended at my sister's house and my sister made me brunch oh nice yeah so it was just a really lovely morning. The weather was quite nice. It was really cold. It was really absolutely cold.
1: beautiful last weekend. It was, wasn't it? That yeah. was that day where it was all blue. I was like, yes, this is proper winter now. Yeah. Where it's actually sunny,
2: but really cold. Yeah. So like, this I can deal with. That's my favourite type of weather. And um, I just had a really lovely morning. It kind of made me feel really productive and um, I really enjoyed getting out in that kind of weather. And I caught up on loads of podcasts and things like that. But then my low is this week because today I should have just done the same thing or at least gone for a run. And I <laughs> totally failed but I kind of failed in a weird way where I was all ready to go and then I just couldn't do. I just couldn't motivate myself and felt a bit sad that that was the case
1: I think that's okay though I think if you if you're that not bothered then it probably wouldn't have been the greatest run anyway
2: no it doesn't seem like it would have been worth it no (laughs) I kind of hoovered the flat (laughs) I liked did (laughs) jobs productive in a different way I think I felt stressed because I yeah it was one of those things my head wasn't in it (laughs) never mind so of all the other things we've been doing in the last two weeks, we've come across some new running races that yes. are on the horizon. So
1: yeah, it was a fortnight ago now, wasn't it? We did a race together. We did. Um, my first race in four months. Yours was probably about the same, actually. I hadn't raced in quite yeah, a while. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because I, oh, probably since, oh yeah, since October. I yeah. did a 10K in October. Um, it was a run-through event Uh Regent's Park.
1: No, it wasn't a run-through one. Wasn't a run through one. No,
2: no, it's nice work, isn't it?
1: No, it, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah.
2: It was a uh, in conjunction with Mornington Chasers. Yeah. Oh, sorry to all of those parties. So I've just got a total model with because that was it. It's nice work with Mornington Chasers. The other ones are run through. So the one I did in October was run through, but they're quite similar, I think, in their style. Yeah,
1: like very small, uh, quite chilled out. Yeah, just
2: just nice races. Good snacks at the end. I had a rocky. I had two jaffa cakes. I've very done. good. I felt like it has a really nice sense of community and mm. people are very friendly. The volunteers are very, like people are just there because they enjoy being part of races like that.
1: I would say that that race had
2: probably the most marshals I've
1: seen at yeah. a race in a long time. Yeah, Very, very good large amount of marshals and they were all really friendly as well like super encouraging
2: Mm. um
1: and it was three laps of regent's park which i thought would be a bit crap but i actually quite liked it yeah i like three i think i like three more than two yeah and also yeah you saw a lot of other people Mm. um it was quite fun on i guess it was the second lap we were getting lapped I was getting lapped. I don't think you were getting lapped. Yeah. <laughs> Got lapped know. by quite a lot. There of were a lot of people. The only thing that I found a bit stressful about that race mm. was that people, a lot of people had their headphones in, and a mm. lot of people didn't pay attention to the fact that they wanted people to just run on the right, so they were getting lapped on the left. Yeah, and no one was paying attention to that. And the amount of people I had to shout at because they were about to get
2: clattered by someone coming Ooh. through. Yeah, there's a bit of that whole thing around. I understand, um, you know, there's a lot of etiquette to do with wearing headphones and not wearing headphones and some races completely banning them. I was looking at Half Marathon the other day. That it was so big on their website. It was like the main selling point. <laughs> um, and I kind of, I know at the beginning, I felt really scared of not wearing my headphones and kind of annoyed that someone was telling me not to. But probably also because I'm the kind of person who would still be able to hear things mm. or I'd be able to have, I would be able to run You'd with be, one in. Yeah, aware of your surroundings still. But lots of people do... Wear big sound cancelling headphones and they want to be in their own zone, but actually, in a race environment, it's quite dangerous because you don't know what's going on around you. Yeah. And I said clattering into them then, like I was
1: against the people that were running really fast, but I kind of think you should make way for the people that are coming behind you yeah. because they run faster than you, so you need to get out of the way and they want to, like, they're busy. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a race like that, there's people that are trying to do a really, really fast time, and there's people like me that are just there to have a, a little jog around the park so you mm. kind of got to respect that those both yeah. there and get stay out of each other's way but there were some people that I shouted at that just literally did not hear what, and I was like there's someone coming up on your left or on your inside or like keeps Mm. the right or whatever it was because I gave up trying to keep people to one side or the other I just kind of like (laughs) just move you out of the way whichever is (laughs) easiest running up
2: and picking picking them up and putting them to one side
1: get out of the way
2: there were a lot of very cute dogs being walked in that park as well (laughs) I was totally overwhelmed
1: (laughs) it went to a, a corner of the park that I'd never been to before which, considering I feel, my, feel that I'm like quite au fait with Regent's Park, was nice. Uh,
2: yeah, we went past the zoo section as well. I really enjoyed that. Camels. Yeah. No, I didn't see a camel. Goats. You didn't see the camels? Well, no, I got a bit distracted. I, I was focusing. <laughs> you were one of the people like, I was one of the... Yeah. Runner on your left. I was the one of the people trying to like nail my PB and still didn't. By five seconds, I'd like to point out as well. Oh, no. So that was a bit annoying.
1: I think I probably missed my PW by about five seconds. <laughs>
2: Oh, it was such a beautiful day, though. And we had a really lovely brunch at Granger & Co.
1: Yeah, that was great. That was a great uh, place. Just King's outside Cross. King's Cross.
2: I will, I've been recommending that place to everyone. Yeah. The food was
1: great. That was a good breakfast. A huge amount of salmon. Mm. So, no, all in all, that was a very good race. And I think they do them every... Month. In the winter, they
2: do them every month. Yeah, there's it's a season and you can sign up so you could go to every single one. So, yeah. I really like it for, like, a chance to... It's that thing of... Getting some pace up and getting into that environment where you can push yourself. Yeah, really having like a that. bit
1: of a test of yeah.
2: your progress. Yeah, mm. I quite like it. Every now and again. So yeah, a nice start to the our running season. Yes. Talking of races, mm. Mm,
1: maybe one we won't like quite as much.
2: We're not going, are we? No,
1: we? are definitely not going. So this is kind of blown up all over my Twitter and Facebook feeds mm. this week. Um I have no idea where this race has come from. If it's come out, I don't know if we think it might be quite new. Anyway, um, there's a new race on the horizon called, let me get the name right. Yeah, because I can't say it it the right way around. Um, Filthy Girl Mud Run Weekender, which uh, I feel like I should probably read the official description. So that I at least sell it the way they wish it to be sold.
2: But I don't, yeah. And then we encourage you to check out the website
1: yes i definitely I encourage seeing... you to check out the website let's send them some traffic shall we <laughs> <laughs> filthygirlmudrun.com um it's a girls only fun-filled and muddy 5k or 10k obstacle course followed by an exclusive after party and two night long summer camping weekend that actually doesn't sound that bad
2: no although the bit about there being muddy i'm like oh, trail
1: <laughs> yeah I think the problem comes when, is the execution. Well, the fact that it's called Filthy Girl, like even just keep me, keep saying it makes me feel a little bit on edge. It, um,
2: yeah. There's, I think some of the way they've marketed it, did it, the connotations, it's, there's no discreet, there's no discreetness there. There's no like, this is girls going out for a fun, fun run. There's lots of references. Hashtag I'm a Filthy Girl.
1: Oh, the hashtag. No, just no. And um, the whole website is pink, which I can kind of deal with. I like pink. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a a classically attractive male at the top who's going to look who's taking our filthy girls through their warm up, which is just a bit weird. The the word filthy is just there too much. And (laughs) they're using like two girls doing what looks like a mud wrestle as their kind of marketing image. And there's champagne there and there's blue dries and fake tan on the route. And yeah, it's just a bit,
2: I think it's just a bit overkill. It's just every like cliche. Yeah. But I'm, I'm intrigued. Like it's playing to some, it obviously does appeal to some people. And we've talked about, you know, like we're not natural. We weren't people who were naturally drawn to running when we were younger. And it's something that for some people this wouldn't ever even cross their mind so perhaps this race is a great way of encouraging people to try running that might not do maybe yeah but I sort of think there's so much emphasis on the after party and the camping and the, the like weekend element I kind of think you don't really need to put a run in that yeah and it wasn't really needed the, the way it's just the copy is
1: just a bit I don't know what the word is derogatory maybe it there's one bit where it talks about food and it says we know that eating's cheating but if you do get a bit peckish go to the food tent and it just feels like it sent it could it could be sending out a really good message yeah. of getting more people that wouldn't get be included in something like this included but it, it's doing it in a very potentially dangerous way i think
2: yeah that's it it feels derogative it doesn't feel positive
1: it doesn't feel about it doesn't feel about kind of a girl power moment. No, I think anything that's got the hashtag I'm a filthy girl just feels like sending such the wrong message. Just feels a bit yeah, that just doesn't sit comfortably with me at all. Um but yeah, the yeah, like I said, I think well, we've been on their Facebook page and there's there are a lot of people that are interested in this there There are are. a lot of people saying this sounds amazing and like tagging their friends and trying to get them to sign up and someone's like oh I've given it five stars before it's even happened this looks so good so in that way I guess it's kind of good that people that like these aren't people that are going to turn up to a 10k in Regents Park and run with like speedsters in short shorts if they're going to go have some exercise at this instead exactly but you know, don't make them wear a T-shirt that says I'm in. Tr- I'm a filthy girl in
2: training. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's not the only race that's you know uh, gender specific. There are those women only. The Nike Ten Ks are encouraged to be women only. Yeah, and Race for Life, which is
1: again very pink. And I used to feel a bit weird about them, but I think now, on reflection,
2: whole other kettle of fish. Yeah, this like, is a whole
1: other level. It's just pink, like. Yeah, I can't. I can't really comment when my bike is pink, my train is pink, <laughs> my coat is pink, my nails are pink. I like.
2: It, yeah, where's the?
1: It clearly it it gets. It, I find it a bit weird that people get so offended by everything being pink
2: because some people just like that colour. So. it hmm. Doesn't as need long to as long as there's other options as well, then it's fine. Hmm. So interestingly, on that note about I don't know that kind of awareness of the gender balance in running yeah. in, and in races in particular, I've been browsing Helsinki Marathon. As you do, and uh, the homepage straight away. <laughs> Hang on a second. Is this some kind
1: of hint as to maybe what your next marathon will be? I was hoping that wouldn't come up. <laughs> I'm anyway, just, I'm just I doing just some.
2: I'm website. just doing some research. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, and they lead with how many days it is. there's a counter to, to how many days the next one is, uh, and then there has percentages that that kind of scroll up to the current count. So mm-hmm. you can still sign up; it's still open. Sixty nine percent men, thirty one percent women. And there are participants from 40 countries. And I find it really interesting that they just... That's like the first thing you see on their website. Like three, I three sections down. That's the main element. I find it really element. interesting that
1: they've publicised that given the split that it is. Because yeah. I, I guess it's just so it's there. But if I looked at that and saw it was only, what was it, 31% women? Yeah. I, that's, I'd say it's pretty low for a marathon. Well, I'm
2: thinking... That you can still you can still register. So I think they're wondering. It's it's a bit of like a marketing tool, isn't it? Is it saying? I don't know. It's like a mixed message. I think maybe I read that and then kind of did think. Oh, I want to be. I want to get those women numbers up. Maybe yeah, I'll run it. So maybe I, it does encourage women to join in.
1: But it could equally be like, oh, this this is quite a male heavy race. This I'm not sure. Yeah. Why would I, I want part? to
2: sign up for it? And then, I don't know. And then why is? And then either way, why is that? an issue you know mm. so yeah, I, that is really interesting that they even published that yeah so what do you think let's put it to the listeners gender only running a-okay complete with tan spray booths yeah or no
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah let us know what you think on twitter and then maybe, we'll read it in yeah maybe we're just being a bit
2: one-sided I don't know yeah let us know what you think So we had a great recommendation for the London series uh, on Twitter from Dean Lucas. Thanks for your suggestion. It was all about, uh, if anyone's seen it on Strava, because we're big Strava fans as you know, uh, for routes, both London, New York, I know they do one for Stockholm. They are great running routes or cycle routes in your area. And it's all about um, kind of, it's a little bit crowdsourced. I think the research they've done on it is The routes they find people are using frequently, but also what they do themselves, Um, and it's kind of like suggested running routes for a new city. And I think it's a really great idea. It would be a great way to explore a new place. If you were going to New York, I'd definitely be looking up like a great route that everyone does. Yeah, that's a popular running route.
1: Yeah, so they call them local guides on Strava, and they have running versions and cycling versions. Yeah, and they have a little summary of. So the London one says, expect moderate weather and misty runs along rivers, <laughs> over bridges and through regal parks and a maze of quaint, uncrowded streets. Not mm. sure where in London you're running to have uncrowded streets.
2: But, if um, you plan to get up at 6am, you're, you're going to be away with the <laughs> quiet streets. Um, I guess some of these are... Uh,
1: yeah, like there's a tow
2: East London Towpath one, Regent's Park, Bushy Park, Victoria
1: Park... Battersea
2: Park it's basically all the parks <laughs> so they've crowdsourced a lot of them so we thought we might give you for our London series uh our own what's our favourite running routes yeah so Lissy tell me what's your favourite running route
1: um my favourite running route is a loop of the river and mm. it would be well it's not even really a loop it's an out and back so it's from where I live in Wapping out east along the river through Limehouse and to Canary Wharf, oh yeah, little loop of Canary Wharf, and then back again, oh.
2: and
1: so uh, quite east, yeah, quite east, and actually, not quaint streets, but definitely uncrowded, if you do it on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I really like running around Canary Wharf on the weekend because it's just a weird place, mm. it's very quiet, very desolate, um yeah, I like running out east once I actually ran all the way out east to the Thames barrier, which was an awesome run. How far is that, uh about ten miles? Oh, okay from where I live.
2: Yeah. Um I'd really like to do that again at some point. So that would only be is that 10 miles there and back? No, there. There. So even if you put from Tower Bridge into that, you're still only looking you're looking at like a half marathon yeah. distance. It's
1: really oh, nice. That's pretty and then good. you kind of go out through you I went through the Greenwich Foot Tunnel and then along. Mm-hmm. Uh so you get really quite east at that point and very mm-hmm. quiet and some of it's a bit uh battered and then you kind of pop out and you're suddenly at the Thames Barrier it's nice Ooh, i like it but yeah i like my little four mile kind of out and back to canary wharf it's my favorite so see a reliable. lot of a lot of good river section in
2: there we should uh map these and then share them we shall we'll do that because that would obviously be a good idea so you can uh, have a go to you have to be on
1: strava to do that so join strava and
2: follow us thanks <laughs> it's free <laughs> you don't have to go premium to do it no um what's mine Mm, I think I quite like doing, where I live now is a bit further back, but when I lived a little bit closer to town, I really like the fact that you can run from the river to King's Cross and it is less than five miles. Oh, okay. I've never done that before. No, it's so surprising because you feel like from, say from Blackfriars up to King's Cross is a really long way and it's actually... Mm. I think it's just over. I think it's like four miles, and you can go. It takes you through kind of like a. If you go the the Blackfriars Way, you're literally just going straight up. So you go through kind of a Smithfields Market kind of Mm -hmm. angle. Yeah. Um, and then I quite like to hit King's Cross, go to the canal, and then run up round the back to the park and end up in Regent's Park. And I would suggest that as quite a yeah, like a route that for me I don't do very often because Hmm. of where I live. Uh, but actually it's always kind of refreshingly different and you like get a bit of canal you get a bit of I love this idea that you've pretty much just run from the river to King's Cross yeah
1: I like that because it's you you feel I would imagine you feel like you cover quite a lot of London but without actually running that far because you kind of tend to like run east to west Mm -hmm. like in a line like either along the river or Mm -hmm. like through the parks and stuff so that's kind of Going up to down. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. Nice. I do an awful lot of east to west, or west, you know, a lot. Mm. I do a lot of river running because I work on the river. It's very close for me to get there from my house, and I quite enjoy sometimes just trying to mix it up. And that south to north is a quite a good way to like blow your mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, good way to um, learn some new routes, not just running as well. Kind of like how to get around town.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you realize everything's much closer together. Yeah, cool. So we'll put those up online. Yes, I think we should. So we told you last time about our little bit of a rebrand. Hopefully you've seen our lovely new logo. Yay! Uh, We've had lots of positive feedback. Thank you. And we are starting a newsletter because, you know, it's important that we share with you many random things we found on the internet. Uh, And our general running updates, I think. (laughs) So look out for that coming soon. You can sign up on our website, which is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com. You can also find us in lots of other places on the internet mm-hmm. now. These days, we're getting better at the Instagram. Mm. At the Instagram. At the Instagram.
1: We even t- uh, I was gonna say we even tweeted. It. We even posted a photo after our race um, in Regents Park on Instagram. That's true. You might have seen that. Check it out. We've got some very nice medals going on. Mm-hmm. Yep, doing a bit more tweeting as well. Um, Really, really loving hearing from you all on Twitter as well, so keep getting in touch with us. On both of those, we're at OFTR Podcast. Um, Oh, and exciting news. We are going to plan something a bit different for our first birthday episode, which will happen in March, and we're looking for people to get involved and also have their voice on the podcast. Um, If that sounds like something you might be interested in, drop us an email on oftrpodcast at gmail.com or get in touch with us on twitter and we'll get back to you um yeah we'd love to hear from you and get as many different voices on
2: as possible yeah share some of the running love well that's it for this week see you soon Uh you
0: The uh-huh